<laughs> What's going on, gang? It's your boy Phantom Fuego, P H A N T M, and thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of His Ghetto Point of View. Where I bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews with just a twist of my ghetto point of view. You know, you guys can always catch me here each and every Sunday. It's always a good time. Forgive my uh, very serious monotone voice this evening. Anchor FM is doing me some dirt. Anchor FM is doing me grease. And I'm not appreciating it at all. (sighs) You guys are trash for this. You guys are absolute trash. You guys are disgusting. You guys are worse than dirt. Worse than dirt. Of course, I'm exaggerating. They do a great job most of the time. I'm not sure what's going on with the app this week, but I'm having some technical difficulties with the Black Dot interview, so we're going to have to postpone that and bring that to you guys another day. Unfortunately, Black Dot sat with me over an hour trying to log on several different ways and to no avail. <sighs> to no avail was he able to get on. What was crazy is other apps were working that he could talk to me on. So I'd be wrong if I take the interview to another app, right? Maybe I should just take the interview to another app. We shall see. Time will tell. But for right now, it's your boy Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. We're bringing you the news, previews, reviews. Just the twist of my ghetto point of view. I'm a little ticked off this week, man. I swear to you, I am. Because, you know, as we try to grow and progress and expand our brands, we try to bring on these big people with these big platforms and these cachets, you know? And I get this Black Dot interview locked in. And, you know, he's so gracious and kind. And shouts to the Black Dot once again. And for those that haven't, make sure you hit that brother's cash app up, dollar sign, black, the black dot. Make sure you check out his podcast with him and his son. Make sure you get a down, buy their books, Urban Excellence. Hip Hop Decoded, Urban Life Decoded. I mean, the list goes on and on. These dudes are putting in amazing work. Shouts to this whole family, their whole team. They really do display urban excellence. They really do. And uh, as he was saying in last week's podcast, one of them, because, you know, they put out a whole series. He's got the Hulk. He's got the Urban Excellence show. You know, they do anything. Um, You know, everything's not peace and hunky-dory. But, you know, they make it work as a family, as a unit. As black people trying to be excellent And you know That in and of itself these days Is such a dying breed The black family Is such a dying breed The black family Is such a dying breed Urban excellence Is not though People are doing amazing things and persevering through all of that every day. Is urban excellence happening as much as we would like? Absolutely not. The numbers themselves 
are there. We see what people are going through. We see how many people are just getting by and they'll pay you just enough to be just just barely making it. We see all that. But in the face of that, we see excellence. So I think that shows us that excellence is possible. And not only possible, but I think excellence is what we should be constantly striving for. All the time. Every one of us. There is no excuse to not strive for excellence. In despite of all of the things we are being faced with. And I say all of us. From every race, creed, color, religion, sexual orientation. We are all tasked with constantly trying to. Live out our destiny, live out our goals, live out our truest selves and be the best version of us that we can be. We are all tasked with getting to it and getting on our job and grinding, 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 grinding. Every week we are all tasked with being amazing, being great. We are all tasked with being beyond beyond interstellar light beings sentience gods whatever you want to call it man we we are tasked with being that we are tasked with carrying the torch of humanity forward into the next epoch the next age the next phase the next moment in time it's ours we are responsible for that we are the stewards of that to get philosophical in the Quran you'd be called, you'd be the Khalifa or the vice general of that which Allah has made God whatever you call it, God to be put in charge to be Adam as it would be said in the Bible, to be to be that person who is tasked with taking the baton and running the next leg of the race. Do it well. Yeah, you'll stumble. Yeah, you'll fall. You'll scrape your knees. You scrape your elbows. Get dirty. Get dusty. Get sweaty. Sweat in your eyes. Hands hurt back tight. All that's true. And. 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 We can talk about these excuses till we blew in the face. And. And you can just keep adding them. And, 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 and. Then what? What did you get? How far did you progress? What did you make happen? What did you accomplish? Nothing. Are you a doer of nothing? Are you a doer at all? Are you just somebody who likes to think and philosophize?
philosophy philosophize are you somebody who's not into actually being in the game do you just relish in being on the sideline do you just let life pass you by are you an active engaged participant in life or is life running away from you day by day minute by minute week by week month by month second by second minute by minute moment by moment It's your boy Phantom Fuego. I'm really done with these guys this week, though. It's been disgusting. It's been disgusting. I really, man. We're going to get this interview on for you, though. Like I said, Anchor FM better get this stuff together. Because uh, I would hate to have to try to build this platform on another platform. You dig me? I would hate to have to build this platform on another platform. Because I'm going to build the platform regardless. Each day, I'm going to take a piece of wood. And I'm going to smooth down that piece of wood. And I'm going to measure out that piece of wood. And I'm going to apply my ruler to that piece of wood. And I'm going to apply my ruler to that piece of wood. And I'm going to pencil out. And I'm going to shave out. And I'm going to measure twice so I only have to cut once. Maybe measure three times. But I'm going to plank that piece of wood. And then the next day I'm going to plank another piece of wood. And another. And I'm going to build my house. And when I build it, they will come. But don't make me build that platform on another platform. Get your shit right, Anchor. Get your shit right, Anchor. Get your shit right, Anchor. So an amazing movie this week. Highly recommend it. Was actually going to talk to the black dot about it, but uh, you know, give you my observations and summations. The Darkest Minds, a new film recently released, showcasing kids who uh, everybody was very scared of because they had uh, survived a new breakout, a pandemic, they all got extremely sick, and um. The kids who survived had to all be put in these internment camps because they had all started to manifest these insane powers and they were all being broken up by colors where they had the oranges on top, then reds, greens, blues. Well, I apologize. Greens were at the bottom, then blues, golds, reds, oranges were the uh, most dangerous because they had the power to make you do things to yourself also could completely wipe and erase your memory like uh for example one kid who was an orange when they initially brought him and a group of children to the internment camp he started getting smart with one of the guards the guard attacked him he made the guard shoot himself with his powers just by turning his eyes the color orange and then starting to take control of the guard's body brilliant film brilliant film and uh there was a young black girl 
who ended up being the heroine of the movie, uh, saved everybody at the end and uh, showed how her grace under pressure and under fire led to uh, everyone, you know, being freed and all the children being allowed to not have to be sub- subordinated to this new construct of being in these jailed facilities because somebody gave them oh I'm sorry I mean they caught a <laughs> Freudian slip Freudian slip Freudian slip because they caught a virus and uh it was really good it was really it was really interesting um I definitely recommend checking it out it is called once again the darkest minds and uh it says actually has a really really good cast um i'm surprised it's not getting more attention but i think with everything going on i can kind of understand why they would be a little worried about promoting that film but they put it out anyway and you know it was brilliantly done brilliantly shot the story you know there's a little there's a couple if i'm be a film geeky about it there's a couple continuity issues especially at the end there's parts that they speed it up but that happens in a lot of films today where you know we as an audience don't have the same attention span so they're speeding parts up of a film which is leading to continuity issues for those that don't understand continuity it's like making sense or the the flow the motion the series of steps the cohesive actions the call and response the because this happened there was a equal and opposite effect because i opened this door now i am outside because i am now outside i can hail a cab once i am hailing this cab now i can go to the mall once i get in the cab i can pay for my cab get out the cab at the mall now go buy sneakers when i'm buying sneakers I can meet up with a few friends. Once we meet up, we all go now to a restaurant part of the mall where I get spotted by somebody looking for modeling talent and I'm whisked away to France to go now be a amazing celebrity model in France. But that all happened because I decided to get up and go to the mall that fateful day and chill with my friends. And we all went on a series of events that led us to the place that I was able to be at the same place at the same time as the person looking for the talent. But because we have movies that are like an hour and 20 minutes hour and 30 minutes when they really should be two hours but we don't really have the attention span we used to so when people like martin scorsese make films that are like three and four hours we look at them like what are you doing but then we let the Marvel people get away with it and we let Disney do whatever they want. But that's a different conversation because I don't want the Star Wars people or the Marvel Universe people mad at me. Because I love Marvel Universe films and I love Star Wars films. But are they films in the same lane as, say, a taxi driver or a the Italian job? Are they films like Godfather? Are the Marvel Universe films films you know are they films of that level of depth and magnitude from a storytelling 
message standpoint? Absolutely not. But do they have to be? Nope, because that's not the audience they're targeted at. And in business, you have different audiences that things are targeted at. And you're going to have people that don't understand that. And you're going to have people that be like, well, you're fucking up the art form. You're selling the art form. You're messing up the craft. And then you're going to have other people that'll be like, well, this is the business model that we're rocking with. And yeah, it's an art form, but it's also business. And we got to put butts in seats so we can't make any art. Excuse me. So I try to be a person that can see both sides. That doesn't mean I agree with both sides. I just try to understand where both sides come from and things like that, especially in business and art where that fine line merges. You can always have art and art can always be pure and beautiful, but art never has to sell one single copy to be art. Art never has to sell one single copy to be art. Art can just be art. It just is. Art is just dope. Art it just manifests and you put it together and you try to produce it as great as you can sonically, visually, color-wise, you know, creatively, artistically, um, materials-wise. You try to do the best you can with whatever budget you have, with whatever tools you have at your disposal. You try to do the absolute best you can. Sometimes that leads to amazing work. Sometimes that leads to bullshit. But when you got people putting together whole series on their iPhones, you got people putting together whole series on their Galaxy phones, whole movies on their Galaxy phones, whole movies on their Sony phones, whole movies on their... I mean, the list goes on and on. Who's to say what you can't get done with whatever budget? But I say all that to say, it's a great film. Check it out. But it has some very serious messages that we should jump into. Kids getting sick. Something getting the kids sick. The kids dying. 90% of the children in the film die. Bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. What? What do you mean? 90% of the kids died? Yep. Then they color code the rest and put them in internment camps because they're scared of them. Because how could you live past that? So was the intention just to kill the kids in the first place? Why would the intention ever be to kill all the kids? What's going on that you'd want all of the kids wiped out? Or 90% of them. What would what would that benefit? Not not just I mean, how could the planet benefit from that? 90% of the new future things, beings on the planet being gone. Ninety percent of the future stewards being erased and eradicated. What type of disease? What type of bacteria? What type of virus? could create such a situation in such a short period of time because the uh the main girl in the film this beautiful young black girl she's sitting at the lunch table one of her friends eyes turns blue people with telekinesis they can 
mold stuff with their minds, move stuff with their minds. And actually, her love interest in the film is a blue, is telekinetic. You know, there's a really nice energy between them. That part of the story is dope, too. Nice little subplot. But anyway, she's sitting, she's in grade school, sitting at the lunch table. Friend at the counter, sitting at the same uh, table, lunch table as her. Eyes flare blue. She bends up the metal cup in front of her with her telekinetic abilities and dies. She starts to narrate the main character. She starts to narrate that shortly thereafter that while that girl was the first one to die, she wasn't the only one. Soon, 50% of her class was dead. Within a month or two, 90% of all the kids were dead. And they were scared of the ones who survived that hard sickness because it changed them, it evolved them, it transformed them, it mutated them genetically. And to these kids now who have all these powers. And to these kids now who have all these powers. What's going on, guys? In the immortal words of Black Dad, I don't want to throw my arm out of socket and, you know, be just crazy far reaching. This is why he was supposed to be on this episode, because this is when he's supposed to throw us all out of socket. But we going to have that episode. It's going to be great. But I don't, I don't want to overreach here, guys. But, um, and gals, of course, my queens, shout to y'all. I couldn't do nothing out here without y'all. Y'all share the show more than anybody Y'all send more questions to his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H I S G H E T T O P O I N T O F V I E W. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. The ladies send more questions into his ghetto point of view at gmail.com than anybody. They share it more than anybody. So the queens, the queens, the queens, the queens, the queens, y'all energy is so amazing and I appreciate it. So, kings, queens, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and gen- dudes and gals dudettes and dudes have you calling yourselves you know what I mean y'all my peoples and I love you all black yellow white blue green brown Puerto Rican Haitian whatever you whatever your flavors I love you right so what is what is the game plan when 90% of the kids die what? 90% of all the kids in the entire country are dead and the rest have powers. Scaling from just being extremely genius intellectually, which are the ones they call the greens. Those are the ones that they feel are safe to come to passive. Just just they have them working in internment camps and sweatshops building things. They have them working in sweatshops building things. Mind you anything. Mind you any people. Like this whole movie is so deep. Again, Darkest Minds. Gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. We're gonna get a real more thorough breakdown when this guy comes. It was an amazing film stylistically, but as I was saying, there was some continuity issues because they speed things up nowadays with films because we just don't have the we don't sit down for films for two and a half hours. So instead of as I was giving the analogy of you seeing me go into the elevator into the cab cab take me 
uh, across the city. Me talk to the cab driver. Me jump out. Go to the mall. No, I might just jump down the elevator, get in the cab, get out the cab. Next next scene, I get out the cab. I'm at the mall already. Next scene, I get in the, I go in the mall. Next scene, I'm already buying my shoes, walking out to the buffet area to get with my friends. And, you know, then maybe it'll slow down there and have a nice extended scene where I meet the new person that's important to the film. This new key figure or these new key figures that the film really needs you to absorb for long periods of time on the screen. So you can really get a grasp of who their character is before they're whisked away again. At least now you have context of who they are. Do you like them? Do you not? Are you unsure? You know, all these things are initially starting to be brought to you as a viewer of a film don't get me nerd now and geeking out on film guys you know i used to teach film for a little bit and i will be teaching film again very soon i love it i love it i love it and i hope to have my own films out very soon that is the goal <sighs> working on a lot working on a lot working on a lot so shout out to t Kali too on that because i just actually gave him a treatment for a song i'm actually also mixing for him so I'm trying. I'm trying, gang. I'm trying to put myself out here and, you know, see what happens. But, um, yeah, man. Amazing, amazing film. Definitely check it out. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. His ghetto point of view. Where I bring you the news, previews, reviews, with just a twist of my ghetto point of view. <sighs> it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week. Yeah. But anyway, the film amazing so the film keeps going i don't want to give too much away but uh the darkest minds went in the end and um the future is saved because of this amazing young lady check it out great film great film has a lot of different interesting interesting subplots going a lot of interesting sub context being shared in the film there's a part where there's almost this utopian society in the film where nobody gets judged because of their colors and there's also parts in the film where you are specifically judged by your colors and killed and destroyed and slaughtered especially if you are the red or orange variety and the reds they have these amazing abilities to like breathe almost explosive amounts of fire at people almost sonically sonic sonic boons of fire almost it was i mean it was insane it was volcanic it was it's a really good film you know they got a lot of special effects going on so you know it's very modern and cutting edge and edgy you know great great soundtrack great music great great effects you know nice fast pace but also a dope storyline and a lot of you know very current very now and nothing is done on accident when they put these films up they ain't playing they ain't playing and I don't want to twist my back out. I don't want to show out any words of the Urban Excellence team and uh, sound too crazy. But I mean, this shit is, I mean, that film just, whew, it gave me chills watching it. You know, me and the queen sitting there checking it out. We like, damn, this shit looks, this shit looks too real. You know, it looks too like right now. And um, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Out of 10, I give it an eight and a half. Story's great. Story's great. Slight continuity issues, you know, just me being an audio nerd and video editing. Wanna be, wanna be, wanna be, wanna be. 
one day, eventually, working on it, pushing my craft to the next level, so many different areas, and I love it. I really want to be a renaissance person, man, renaissance man, really want to be a renaissance man, and I don't mean to say that to disrespect anybody that feels, you know, the politically correct thing would be to say renaissance person, no, I want to be a renaissance man. You know, I am a man first before anything else. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, technically I'm black first, man second. But, you know, we're working. We're getting better and we're growing and we're evolving. Once again, shout out to the back black dot for, you know, really trying feverishly for like an hour to try to log in. And I promise you when we get to that interview, it's going to be amazing and explosive. Shouts to everybody that's been sharing the show, liking the show, hitting my Gmail, his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Please continue to send me your questions. I'm going to start reading some of them on the show. We're going to have a Q&A segment where you can ask Trav anything, ask Trav anything, ask Trav anything. So, you know, make sure when you send your emails, send it hashtag ask Trav anything and uh phantom fuego ask phantom ask phantom anything ask phantom anything yeah let's do that hit it send a hashtag ask phantom anything and you know any question you have about your life any question you have about me my life's an open book man and i hope uh the things i go through the lessons i have the things i experience can be something that you can learn from and the things my guests go through and the things my guests have experienced be things that can inspire you influence you uh, educate you motivate you and get you to the best possible version of yourself in the best possible reality to live in and for you to be able to manifest maximum manifest maximum manifest maximum 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 results maximum potential maximum health maximum wealth maximum living maximum vibes i've been working on some really really good music lately that boy t cali is up next i promise you t cali is up next him and jay banger they make a sick team and i'm just proud to be a part of it and any little capacity that i can help those dudes was already sicko i'm just trying to help put some polish on some things and take some things to the next level and they're helping me take my craft to the next level still sharpening steel still sharpening steel great minds influencing each other geniuses meeting on a genius level and just flying and elevating up together it's a journey that i'm here for and i love it don't get too caught up in the media don't get too caught up in the politics live your life day to day live your life day to day we're losing too many people out here. Too many people getting hit with strays. Little one-year-olds getting going with violence. These ain't the best of days. These ain't the best of days. These ain't the best of days. R.I.P. to everybody we losing right now. These ain't the best of days. R.I.P. to your loved ones gone. They watching over you. You'll see them again one day. They smiling down on you. They loving you all so much. 
They smiling down on you. Healing you with the touch. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. <sighs> Things is getting crazy out here. Kanye uh, dropped his presidential bid, his 10-week bid to run for president. Has officially been uh, deactivated. Running under the birthday party, allegedly. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. I love you, man. I really do. Like, you're one of the most amazing artists. You're so inspiring. You're so inspirational. A lot of people think you are having moments or episodes. I think you're a genius, and I think sometimes a fool can never play the role of a wise man, but a wise man can always play the role of a fool, and quite often, some of our most brilliant people will play fools to get things done, to get over because people are accepting of the fool quite often more than they're accepting of the wise man. The comedians, they can say things in that space, that comedic space, that court jester space, that court jester role, the position of the person who shares folly. You can do a lot in that space that people can't do in other spaces. You can share a lot in that space. Dave Chappelle, Cat Williams, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Monique, Lunell. The list goes on and on. You can share a lot in that space that you can't otherwise. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely love that. I think the comedians who don't take that opportunity to share and push the boundaries and test the appetite and the palate of their audience and how much their audience can take before they're completely blown away. I think those who who are who cower in that moment and just tell silly jokes just do the safe bits just do the tropes just do the classic narratives i think those are weak-minded comics i think artists in any genre who just lay on the laurels and play up all the stereotypes of whatever genre they're in to whatever audience they're going for i feel that those are the weak ones i feel that those people may have some type of material success once in a while when you couple that playing to those stereotypes to hard work and a grind you can definitely make some money off that but i feel the true artists the ones that stand the test of time the ones that separate themselves and not only attain all the attention but wealth that they dare have are those who have always pushed the envelope and taken it to the next level to those people in every genre i call you flamethrowers and i salute you i call you flamethrowers i call you brothers and sisters i love ya. y'all flame it up y'all flamethrowers y'all fire starters y'all burn it up and we burning up the world together one day at a time one flame at a time verse after verse line after line oh <laughs> but i'm in all seriousness guys thank y'all so much for rocking and vibing with me each and every sunday it's always a beautiful experience it's always interesting it's always fun to check out with you guys it's always fun just to vibe out and breathe yo shouts to sir have you guys heard that john red contract it is absolutely bananas and you know i've been studying a lot 
of production stuff lately and just listening to not only the lyrics of the song the song is bananas you know what i mean i i really hate that i give a what hit my line i don't want she you she knows enough and never be enough i play hard to get she keep calling my bluff like bro those queens brothers those are those are those are ladies and gentlemen those are lyrics those lyrics get somebody in trouble you know what i'm saying song is amazingly done lyrically sonically musically the mix is fire the effects they use and i'm just sitting there listening to it over and over breaking it down like damn i'm hearing stuff and i'm like seeing how they apply the techniques and i'm like yeah man this is crazy that's why that shit is a hit record and like it's dope it's dope it's dope to even be able to do that and start to be able to understand music to that level and I say start because I feel like I'm very much just touching one toe in the pool. I feel like I'm very much just getting started, but I'm excited. And I feel like the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Shout out to John Red Corn. He also did a tiny desk recently and his mom's and his brother. And I think also his uncle's on bass. Like, but his mom's and his brother are singing in the back. Whew. His mom's also did some work for Michael Jackson. She used to sing, be a backup singer for the Jacksons. And his brother is D Nice, who just won the hip hop contest that was on Netflix, hosted by Chance the Rapper, Nicki Minaj, and you know the legendary Mr. Grand Hustler himself, Ti. So that family, very musical family, and they definitely are showcasing that artistry and talent are still things that will live and stand the test of time and in 2020 for a family like that that really is about working on music knowing how to play music knowing how to play instruments working on actually knowing music theory knowing to craft the music like that a family like that is working and winning makes me proud it makes me happy it makes me appreciate the hard work and level of commitment it takes to actually get to that level in the music industry and know that actual knowledge and knowing the instruments and knowing theory that shit is not dead and in fact that shit is more alive than ever when you see people like roddy rich doing his tiny desk also i love tiny desk and i watch it a lot as you guys can see uh playing keys like i mean musicianship is back and people that you don't even think have heavy musicianship actually do and they're really killing the game because of it i love it i think it's a good time i think it's a good time i think we're really seeing a blend of that man machine almost where we got all this high-end processing and of the music going on but really some real musicality happening in a blend of different genres with that musicality and that knowledge and that information of instruments and timing and rhythm and writing and rapping and lyricism and putting all those sciences together with being able to jump into the machines that have so much firepower behind them man it's just a good time so anyway i say let's say that sir record s-i-r john redcorn it's an amazing record itself but then the video (laughs) the video is so fire anybody who's seen king of the hill will definitely get the references i think it was amazingly done he definitely 
you know, gives a cameo to everybody who's a part of DTE. And um, it's just, this is really dope. You know, shout out to everybody over there. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q. Uh, who else did I see in the video? I saw Kendrick, I saw Schoolboy. Absol was another very key central figure in the video. I don't want to give away too much. And um, yeah, it was dope, man. It's very well done. Very well done. But I'm going to get out of here, guys, today. I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Hope you guys have a great week. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H I S G H E T T O P O I N T of view at gmail.com is where you can reach me. Questions, comments, critiques, criticisms. Anybody looking to shake a showcase or share anything with this audience, please let me know. We'll definitely, we'll definitely, we'll definitely link. Russell Westbrook and James Harden both came down with the coronavirus, reportedly. Things are getting very interesting in that NBA bubble. I do not understand how they're continuing to try to push that forward. I think at this point they may need to try to think about the health and safety of everybody down there in that Disney World, Florida area. The numbers, the numbers, they're insane. Unless they're telling us the numbers don't mean anything. Then if the numbers don't mean anything, then what are we doing all this for? So, you know, that has got to be resolved. That has got to be looked at. But unfortunately, my favorite team now, the Houston Rockets, with that one-two punch of Harden and Westbrook. But don't ever think that I'm a bandwagon Rockets fan because I've been a Rockets fan since way back, since Elijah Wan caught that two-piece back in the day i've been a rockets fan since before then since jordan was blocking elijah one shot three times in different plays solidifying himself as one of the greatest of all time if not top three ever yes i said top three some people are gonna kill me for that i know i know maybe top four all right i'm not gonna give jordan top one ever in my book because people named Will Chamberlain and Oscar Robertson also played this game of basketball. So watch your mouth better yet hold your tongue. All right. All right. All right. Kobe Bryant also played this game too. And I know some party people are gonna be that's blasphemous. You're not saying Kobe is better than Jordan. Oh uh, we can have the conversation man. We can really have the conversation man. We can really have the conversation. I don't think that there would be a Kobe without Jordan, but I think that Kobe took everything Jordan did and took it to the next level. I believe he really was the physical manifestation of Jordan 2.5. Not even just 2.0, because he had his own moxie, his own sway. He put he he brought the Mamba mentality to the jump, man. And that that was scary. That's when eight was able to become 24. When he brought the Mamba to the jump, man, that was, that was different. That was special. R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to Gianna. R.I.P. to everybody we've lost this year, man. It's been, it's been horrible. It makes no sense. It's been too sad. It's been too tragic. It's been too tragic. It's been too, too tragic. A big screw you to Anchor FM for messing up my interview once again tonight. You guys really got to get your stuff together before I have to take my platform and my guests up elsewhere. And I'm not even playing. You guys got one more game. 
you guys got one more game. I'm going to send a very scathing letter to the health department. And we got to figure this out because this makes absolutely no sense. I'm not going through this. I'm not going through this. I'm not going through this. But anyway, that was just my little rant. And I love you guys for being here with me and supporting me and letting me get these rants off. I have the greatest audience in show business. I really do. You guys ride with me. You share. You support. You give feedback. You give advice. Some of it great. Some of it, eh. But you know, that's life. That's, you know, life is a box of chocolates. Some of them great. Some of them are those nasty ones that people don't really eat much. But you know, they keep putting them in the box. Because, you know, that's how you balance the box. It's how they balance anything. That's how they do loans. You know, they'll have a bunch of shitty loans, a bunch of crappy loans, and there with some really good loans, and then some bad loans in the middle. And you know, they'll sell that to people. And people's 401ks will be based on these groups of really good, really bad, and bad loans. <sighs> and then when the tower of bricks comes falling down. As Dave Chappelle said, when this is all over, it's just gonna be clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack, 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 bang. <laughs> I'm saying before I go, you guys have a great week. I love y'all very much. And I know y'all love me and I appreciate it. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Follow the Instagram page, his ghetto point of view, also HGPOV, his ghetto point of view show. Just uh Go on IG, his got a point of view. Follow us, follow us, share. Let people know if they can't catch it on Anchor FM. It's also on Spotify. It's anywhere dope, dope podcasts are sold. Love you guys. See you next week. Peace.